And I just want to welcome you and thank you so much for being here with us today. And we're honored that you've chosen to come and worship with us. I don't believe I have a welcome packet up here, but if this is your first time here today, uh, we want you to receive a welcome packet. We have them out in the foyer. Uh, Be sure to drop by there and pick one up on your way out. It has a Bible in there, some information about our church, a CD uh, that I put together just for you. So I want you to uh, have that as a gift today uh, from us, uh, just for worshiping with us here today at Victory. Good to have Sean back. Sean, stand up if you will. Sean Cundy, this is one of our military been serving in Iraq under some hostile fire from time reports we're hearing and we were praying for him and this is Mike and Dawn's son and he's home back from Iraq so let's give him another hand thank the Lord for watching over him amen well I always get a little emotional right there <clears throat> thank God for our military amen we got a lot of service men and women The part of the country where I'm from, we are miles away. I'm from western North Carolina. I know we have a lot of military in eastern North Carolina, but that's the difference of Chicago and southern Illinois as far as North Carolina speaking. And and uh, so I wasn't around many military until we moved here to plant and start this church. And and I have a an appreciation for all of our military personnel that that I've never really had in the past. I've always been patriotic, loved our country, and loved those that fought, but to see the families and to see the sacrifices that, that so many of them make, it's, uh, it's overwhelming from time to time, especially when you pastor those families and you're involved in praying for them and ministering to them. And uh, thank God for our military. Amen. Thank God for our military. Well, we had an exciting uh, baptismal service, and so I've got some um, certificates I gotta get out of this fog up here and get focused again. And I've got some certificates that I want to give away today or give out today from those that follow through in believers' baptism. Uh, so as I call your name, if you will please come up here to the platform, uh, Ronald, Ronald Held, if you will please come on up. You can just stand in the front right here. We'll hold all applause to the very end. But Ronald followed through in believers' baptism today. And for those that didn't know, I had the privilege of leading him to the Lord and. And uh, him uh, rededicating, committing his life to the Lord at at Rob and Susan's uh, wedding rehearsal that evening. We were in a back room and back there praying. And uh, so, Ronald, congratulations. God bless you, brother. And your certificate today. Just stay right there. Chris, uh, Chris Reilly. Uh, Chris Reilly followed through in Believer's Baptism. And he followed through and fell in all at the same time. And <laughs> But God, God bless you, Chris. And... I, I know why. <clears throat> I know why he stumbled just a little bit because his uh, his Louisville team stumbled just a little bit last night uh, playing the Tar Heels. But God bless you, Chris. His family is also with us today. I appreciate you guys uh, being here. Wendy Hobson also was baptized this morning. God bless you, Wendy. Here's your certificate. Not only was Wendy sanctified and baptized, but she now has a holy phone. Because she had her cell phone in her pocket when she was baptized this morning. So we got to pray for that phone. I'm not sure that'll work. And I don't know how far this holy thing is going to go with a cell phone, okay? Uh, but anyhow, Wendy, God bless you. She has family in as well. So thank you, guys. Let's give all these guys a hand following through in baptism this morning. God bless you. 
Also, while they're going back to their seats, uh, I've got one announcement. There's many, many things. I was just looking at the connection paper as it came hot off the press uh, in our offices Friday. And, and just, I just took a moment and just read through there. There are so many activities taking place here at Victory Church. And, um, you know, our church used to be the size where if there was an activity, everybody knew about it and everybody kind of showed up for it. Well, that's no longer Victory Church. Uh, our church has certainly grown and there's ministries that are just popping up everywhere and different events and different things. And it's really grown past the stage where everybody comes to every event. Matter of fact, there's things take place that I drive by the church and I'm like, wow, what's taking place today? I don't even know. And so sometimes I got to read the connection paper to see what's happening in, in our church, you know. Uh, but that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's one announcement that I do want to share with you, but please take the paper, read through it. Um, we try to communicate through email, through the connection paper, and those are our two primary sources. Uh, so if you don't know about it, it's probably because you didn't read the connection paper or you're not on our email list. So if you're not receiving frequent emails from our church, then either one, you've not given us your email address, or two, we have typed it in incorrectly, and that's why you're not receiving it. So if you want to get on our email list, write on your connection card uh, your email address, and if you're not getting it, let us know. But that's really the only way I know to communicate to a mass group of people and everybody doing everything in the world is through email and our connection paper. So uh, be sure to check those um, those sources and, and help us keep you up to date. Um, with that being said, there's a lot of things taking place. Please take time to read that. Get involved. If you need more information, call the church office. We have a lot of that information there that we can help you through and give you a contact person if you need more information. But one I need to mention uh, today is the teens, the youth, are having a parent appreciation dinner this Saturday, 6 p.m., uh, at, up at the church campus, the old campus there. And we need you to RSVP, parents, if you're planning on coming to this event. Uh, see Daryl and Linda. Daryl and Linda, stand up. I say Daryl and Linda. People don't even know who Daryl and Linda are anymore. Daryl and Linda, this is Daryl and Linda Renfro. For those that do not know, they'll be out in the foyer. Uh, matter of fact, there's some te- there's some youth that come to our church that, that I don't even, you know, they just kind of show up. And pa- parents are coming. So we're kind of at the size where everybody doesn't know everybody. And that's okay. But we just got to kind of introduce ourselves. Uh, so if you are planning on coming to this dinner, you need to see them out in the foyer. As soon as you uh, service is over, drop by there and, and sign up for, um, for that event, okay? 6 o'clock for the Parent Appreciation Dinner uh, this Saturday up at the church campus, all right? Now, I'm going to transition. I've got two or three different transitions I'm going to be making up here this morning. We showed you the announcement video last week on Easter Sunday about the brand new sermon series that, uh, that we're going to launch into. And the sermon series is titled Biblical Answers to Life's Tough Questions. And many of us have numerous questions that we just deal with in life. But the problem is I need a moment just to share with you about some stuff that's taking place. And so I'm going to do that this morning. I'm going to push this sermon series to next Sunday to start uh, and begin that. So I hope you're not too disappointed. But there's some things, there's just some things I've got to share with you today so that we can continue functioning as, as a church and things that you need to be aware of. But in this sermon series, have you ever struggled with loneliness? How many have ever struggled with that? Have you ever been in a crowd of people or even on a job or in a community or even in a church where you're surrounded by a lot of people, but you're lonely? You know, I've been there. 
And, and I know how it is to, to be there. Um, so we're going to deal with that. That's the first sermon right out of the gate that we're going to be dealing with uh, next Sunday. We're going to be talking about stress. We're going to be talking about worry. We're going to be talking about hell. What does the Bible say about hell? We're going to be looking at what does the Bible say about the Antichrist and the end times. We're going to spend one sermon talking about, about that. We're going to talk about what does the Bible say about baptism. Uh, we have a lot of people that question and want to know about baptism in our church, and, and that's, a, that's a practice that we carry out. We're going to, what does the Bible say about, about that? What does the Bible say about church attendance? Here's one. What does the Bible say about the will of God? You know, sometimes that's almost like do 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 It's kind of out there, and we don't real sure we can connect with it, but, but it's very clear in God's Word. And I want to try to help you discern God's will for your life. And so we're going to be unpacking that uh, one Sunday morning. We're also going to be talking about parenting. What does the Bible say about parenting? Well, it says a lot about parenting. Matter of fact, I put that sermon on Mother's Day. Uh, I thought that would go hand in hand. So on Mother's Day, we're going to be talking about parenting. Uh, so I want to encourage you to be here for that. There's a lot, numerous topics that we're going to be unpacking that really deal with life and maybe some unknown areas in our life and things we're not familiar with. And we're going to be unpacking all of that and really just diving into God's Word and seeing what the Bible has to say about all of these different subjects. So I hope you'll help me pass the Word out on that and bring as many people as you can. And, and let's have a good crowds every week as we go through this. And, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll try to put something together that will help you just to, just to live life. Amen? Just to live life with, okay? So that's my intro to my sermon series that we're going to start next week, okay? Had all intentions starting it this week, but I, I can't. There's so many things I need to talk about. One of those things that I need to share with you is Sunday school. We are fortunate now to start Sunday school from nursery all the way through adults next Sunday morning. And let's just stop right there and give the Lord a praise offering for that. This is something the Lord has really been through the growth of our church. And, and matter of fact, if you've been around Victory long enough, it's almost like the weather around here in the Midwest. If you don't like it today, wait, it'll change tomorrow. Uh, that's almost been the philosophy of, of our church simply because we've been growing and growing. And with growth, there's some things that got to change. And, and we were so strapped for space in our old building. It was almost like the, the, the shoe was telling the foot how large it could get. And it forced us to make some decisions that we may not have necessarily wanted to make, but we had to make them so that we could continue to grow, grow and remove barriers. And you know what I'm saying? With that being said, one of the things that we had to do is that uh, we had to start pushing groups out of the church for their educational purposes. Now, I remember the very first group we pushed out was our college career group. And I believe Terry, where's Terry? Is Terry in the house? Uh, Terry, I lost her. Anyway, Terry led our, our very first, first, um, college career small group, or actually Sunday, it was a Sunday school class, and our children's classes were growing, and, and we needed space. We needed her space. So we said, hey, let's go down. And so we went down to the doctor's office down here on um, 6th Street and uh, those little, that little office complex. And there used to be a dentist in there. I don't know if he's still there or not, but there's some vacant office space there. So we went down there and we leased a room. And we sent our college kids down there on that Sunday morning to go have their class down at that room down the street. Well, then it got to the place we needed more room. And so we pushed, and we had the adults meeting, so we pushed all of our adults out. 
And we said, all the adults are going to go out and, and have Sunday school at your house. And that's kind of how small groups really got started here in our church. And that was primarily a space issue is why we, why we really needed that. And so we went to that because we need more room for our kids. Well, then we had our big uh, fellowship hall. And now we're thinking, you know what? We need more room. We need more classes. Our kids need more room. So we went in there and we started what is commonly known now as the Connection Cafe. If you remember back when that was running and, and what we did, we went in there and we put up walls and we made classrooms and primarily just so we get more space to teach our kids because our ministry was continuing to grow. Do you see all these different things we've been forced to do simply because our church was growing and, and we wanted to, to train and equip and get people ready for the ministry and, and teach God's word. Well, with that being said, eventually we were all forced out of there. <laughs> uh, just We just had to make this transition, this move, put the church up for sale, sold it to the city. Actually, there were more things, long story short, put the church up for sale, sold it to the city of Mascuda. We rent this facility now on a weekly basis so we can have our corporate worship service. But back in, at the, in the meantime, we were just having kid mode and little K for our kids while we're having our corporate worship service. The kids were having almost like a junior church type thing, which was okay initially. Last summer, while we were in Colorado, the Lord was just burdening my heart about a biblical educational program for our kids. And I remember I would get up early in the mornings and I would go down to the hotel lobby there and, and there and hardly no one milling around except the, the manager of the hotel. And, and I would get a cup of coffee and I would sit there and I'd read my Bible and, and I was praying and I was writing notes. And I wrote pages and pages and pages of notes in this binder. And I have them filed away in a file cabinet in my office about things that I really felt the Lord was leading us to do. Well, one of those was to start our Sunday school program for our kids back. And I didn't really know how we were going to do that with the space problems we had and us being in transition, trying to find property, trying to get into a building program in this transitional phase. Wasn't real sure how all that was going to unfold. So I just started praying about it and just saying, God, you've got to make a way somehow. I know this is your will. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how it's going to unfold. I dropped ideas around here and there. Some, you know, how many, how many know that some people in life are, are just dream busters? Have you ever met those folks? You know, you share an idea. Oh, that'll never work. I'll tell you why that won't So then I just thought, you know, I'm going to quit talking about it. I'm going to quit telling people about it. And I'm going to pray. And then I started going to some key people that I thought would had a burden for teaching Bible. And one of those was Eldon. And, and he's always had all his ministries been a, a burden for teaching God's word. And started sharing with him. And, and he started encouraging me and this and that and the other. And long story short, it came to pass. And I met with the principal. I called the superintendent of the schools. I said, we would like to request more space. Uh, we started with just the gym and the foyer. I said, but we really need more space. Uh, our church is growing. We've got to reach our kids. We've got to teach them. And will you help us? Well, the superintendent met with the board. He emailed me back and said, it's been approved. You need to go talk with the principal of the school, kind of get the logistics worked out. So we set up a meeting here at the school. Mike Collins and I came here and met with the principal and walked around and shared some ideas. And long story short, we've got the cafeteria and we've got the gym and we've got the foyer and we've got more space. Amen? Say amen right there. Give the Lord a praise offering right there. That was a big hurdle to get over. So we got the space. So now it's time to get teachers for our Sunday school. And this is something that's been bathed in prayer for, for months, almost a year. It's been bathed in prayer. 
And so we stand up here on Sunday mornings and say, hey, we need some Sunday school teachers. Actually, before we did that, I went to my leadership team and we meet on a regular basis and I shared with them what I'm sharing with you. And, and I said, we need teachers. And our problem is we've never had enough teachers, but I'm looking right now, right now, seven, eight, 16 teachers right here in our leadership group. We have enough if we all get involved. Hello? So then we put the plea out and we said, hey, we need teachers to all of you. And the cool thing about it is we didn't have to come and tap anybody on the shoulder. We asked you to volunteer. And we did that for three or four consecutive Sundays. Matter of fact, I remember just about two weeks ago, we asked for more. And you know what's happened? You have stepped up. And we have people teaching that have never taught before, but they're teaching under the concept of of a philosophy that we are using in our church called the apprentice. Um, Not the, yeah, the, the apprenticeship. Uh, what we're doing, we're reaching down as leaders and we're, every leader is assigned an apprentice. Someone that will come alongside them and someone that we can teach and someone that we construct. And our sole purpose is to give our job away and raise up new leaders in our church. Our entire Sunday school is completely staffed. Amen. Some classes have four teachers. Which is awesome. Every class has a primary teacher. And then there's some apprentices that are in there just learning how and figuring it all out. And and by the way, I've shared with our leadership team, I want to share it with you. There's four stages of an apprentice. One is you get an apprentice and what you do. Stage number one is I do, you watch. You just watch me. Stage number two is I do, you help. Stage number three is you do, I help. Stage number four is you do, I watch. And our goal is to bring every one of these apprentices to the fourth stage where they're doing it, we're watching, and then we're going to go out and get more apprentices, and we're going to ask that individual that's now doing it to get an apprentice and bring people along so that we can bring up leaders and people that are equipped for the ministry. By the way, if you have your Bibles, I want you to turn to a passage of Scripture that the Lord has used since that summer vacation in Colorado and has drilled it in my spirit, in my heart, every single week. I cannot get away from this passage. In Ephesians chapter 4, and verse number 11. Ephesians 4 and verse 11. Now we know that in the New Testament, God gives us three different lists of spiritual gifts that He gives His people. Okay? Every single one of you have at least one spiritual gift. I I believe that you have many, but there are many gifts that are sitting in your life right now in the dormant stage. They're in the seed stage, if you will, or dormant. And and the more you start practicing those or implementing those or using those, you're going to find the more gifts that you're going to discover. And that's why class 301 is important. If you haven't taken class 301, sign up for that class today. We're offering in that class in just a a week or so, a couple weeks here. Next Sunday. Is it next? Next Sunday is class 301. So sign up for that class. Three different lists in the New Testament. God speaks about spiritual gifts. One place in the New Testament, he talks about people that he's gifted to the church. And that's in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11 and following. This particular passage of Scripture are the people that God has placed and given to a local body of believers for a reason, for a purpose. Let's discover that. 
Ephesians 4.11, And he personally gave some to be apostles, and some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, which is a dual office. Why did he give these? Now, I'm not going to unpack the the apostles and the prophets and the evangelists and pastors and teachers and give you all the significance about all of those. That's an entirely another sermon. But why did he give pastors and teachers? Let's focus on that one. By the way, the phrase pastor and teacher, it's one office of a pastor. It's two functions that you are to shepherd and you are to teach. That's the role that he's talking about there. Why did God give Victory Church, let's put it in first person, Pastor John. You know what? And I look back and I say, well, no, really. God gave Pastor John Victory Church. <laughs> you know, in the beginning, it was just kind of Pastor John. But anyhow, why, why are we here? Why am I here? What is my purpose? What is my calling? When I stand before God one day as pastor of Victory Church and give an account on how I ministered here, what is it that God is going to require of me? And by the way, we're all going to stand before God. What is it that he's going to require of you? Well, that's what I want to help you discover. But what's he going to require of me? Here it is. He gave pastors and teachers for the training. And that's the Holman Christian Standard Bible. King James says, equipping of the saints. The training of the saints. The equipping of the saints. For the work of the ministry to build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and knowledge of God's Son and grow into a mature man with a stature measured by Christ's fullness that we would no longer be little children tossed by the waves and blown around by every wind of doctrine or teaching. You know what my number one role is? The number one thing that I'm going to have to answer to God about is this. I'm going to stand before God one day and he's going to say, John, my son, I called you into the ministry. I'm going to ask you one question. It's not about salvation now. That's already taken care of. As a pastor, he's going to ask me, did you train and equip my people? Because that's what I called you to do. You see, sometimes we have the idea that a pastor's job is to do the work of the ministry. You know, we as a church, we hire the pastor and we pay him to do the ministry. Only one problem with that idea. It's nowhere in the Word of God. Amen? That's a very fleshly, a very worldly, I believe a very satanic ideology of thinking in the local church. Because you know what it does now? It gives one man the responsibility of doing the work of 250 people. And those 250 people get to come to church every Sunday and sit on their blessed assurance and watch the preacher that they pay do the work of the ministry. Well, that's not the role. And that's not how we do things here at Victory Church. My primary job is to train you how to do it. My primary job is to equip you. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't do ministry. I've got a ministry through my spiritual gifts that God has given me that I've got to be responsible for and accountable to. But my primary focus is to train and equip God's people for the work of the ministry. 
That's my primary focus. And that has been my primary focus for a long time here at Victory Church. That is why Sunday school is so important. Let me tell you why that's important. Because I want Victory Church to last for generations to come. When John Cannon has died off the scene and is no longer around, and I want Victory Church to continue to reach the masses, to, 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 to have a ministry, to see life change happen. By the way, I wrote about all of this in my article in the Connection paper that I'm sharing with you. I want this church to continue to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation. Therefore, we've got to be busy equipping What's the best way to equip anyone? The best way to equip anyone is with the Word of God. Teach and train God's Word. It's Listen, God's Word is as relevant and as up-to-date today as tomorrow morning's newspaper. Some people look at the Bible and they think that's some archaic book that really has no relevance in the 21st century. That's what the devil wants you to believe. That's a a lie straight out of the pit of hell itself. This Bible has principles in it that is completely relevant for the day we live in. Amen? You want to learn how to live a successful life? You want to learn how to be successful? You want to learn how to raise your children? You want to learn how to work on the job? You want to learn all these things? God tells you about all of that. In his book. But the problem is we're not learning it. We're not studying it. And unfortunately, we're, we're not really teaching it at all levels. Well, that's part of what we're going to be doing. How can we keep Victory Church in existence for generations to come? By teaching the next generation God's Word. Hello? You see, there's going to come a day when... Those that have been involved in, in, the, in the start of Victory Church and even where it is at this stage, there's going to come a day when we're all not able physically to do the work of the ministry. But we're going to see that next generation rise up and we're going to see them take over responsibility and we're going to see them move into positions and we're going to see them just take control of things and make God's church continue to, to happen. Victory Church. How do we do that? Train the next generation. Proverbs 22, 6 says, Train up a child in the way he should go when he's old. You shall not depart from it. And I talked about this in our Sunday school class and gave you the significance of that verse this morning. What, are we, what is our job now? What is your responsibility? Your responsibility in helping all this come to pass is to bring your children to Sunday school every Sunday morning at 9.30. Bring them to Sunday school. Grandparents, bring your grandkids to to Sunday school because there we are going to teach them God's Word. We're going to have a class from the nursery all the way through high school and even the adults, we're going to be in here studying God's Word and we are equipping ourselves with the Word of God. Just last week, I was out in the foyer. Mallory, if you will, come on up here. Just last week, I was out in the foyer. Little Mallory came up to me Actually, she came up to my wife first, and my wife pulled me aside. I'm going to need a microphone, Wayne. Can I get a handheld? This one right here works. Stay right there, Mallory. 
this one work right here? She came up to me. This is yellow, by the way, Mr. Sound Guy. It's really a black microphone, but it's labeled yellow, so you understand what I mean by that. She came up to me last week, and she said, uh, my wife said, I want you to listen to Mallory. I want you to listen to her. And this little girl just started rolling off the books of the Bible faster than I can. Now, she said, she's going to tell you the books of the Bible. I'm thinking, okay. So I've been down. I'm starting to listen. I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to have to help her. I'm going to have to pay attention and help her when she messes up or she gets stumbled or gets caught. I'll help her and we'll get through this thing. And my soul, she just raced right through those things. So I looked at her. She said that. And I said, would you mind coming up on the platform next Sunday morning and sharing that with our congregation? If you know Mallory, Mallory said, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> it's never bothered her to get up here. I remember when she was just a little thing. I brought her up before the congregation numerous times through the years and let her share things that she has learned. And, and, and so anyhow, I want Mallory. There's a, I think there's a couple verses that she wants to quote to you. There's two different passages of Scripture she wants to quote to you. And then she's going to recite to you the books of the, of the Bible, the New Testament, I think. The New Testament, she's going to recite those to you. But I want you to look. This is called training up your child in the way they should go. What is that way? Jesus said, I am the way. Training them up in the way, in the way of the Lord. I want you to listen to Mallory as she recites a couple. Test one, one, test one, test one. I need a microphone, Brad. Test one, I'm yellow. Can you hear it? I believe the whole band was pre-recorded and they played a CD this morning. We caught them today, didn't we? None of this stuff works up here. Uh Uh-huh. They're just sticking in CDs and I thought they were... Test, does this one work? This one works. Let's just use this one. I'll just use this. All right. I'm going to have to hold this for you, okay? You just go ahead and recite. Which one? First... First John. Oh, yeah. Just stand, hold it right there. You don't need to get real close to it. I'll hold it. You go ahead. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing would be made that has been made. Through Him was life, and that life was light of man. Awesome. Is that not pretty awesome? All right, you got another one you want to put? John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believed in him shall not perish but have eternal life. That's a verse to live by right there, is it not? Here's what blew me out of the water last week. I want you to say the books of the New Testament, okay? Can you say those? All right. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, First and Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First and Second Thessalonians, First and Second Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, First and Second Peter, First, Second, Third John, Jude, and Revelation. What do you think? Is that not pretty good? Give me a hug. 
Thank you, man. God bless you. You can go. Can you say them really fast? All right. She's going to steal the stage up here, isn't she? Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st and 2nd Peter, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, Jude, Revelations. <laughs> All right. God bless you, Mallory. A couple steps there. Be careful. That's called, guys, that's called training up the next generation. And that's what we've got to do, and that's what we've got to be involved in, okay? All right, with that being said, Sunday school starting next Sunday morning at 9.30. I'd love for everyone to be here for that. Adults, we have classes for you as well, or we'll just be at one Bible class for right now that we'll have in here on Sunday mornings. And then also, um, uh, there's going to be some logistical things we've got to work out. For, there's, a, there's a couple things I need to share with you right here, the way we're going to do things uh, starting next Sunday morning. Uh, Wayne, if you will, come on up here, please, and, um, and get this uh, set up for me. A couple things that we're doing. One is for, um, num- number one reason we're doing this are for security reasons. You know, it's, it's unfortunate that we live in a day where we have to think about some crazy person coming off the streets while we're assembled back here in the back in this gym and our kids are up front in that foyer my concern for the past several months that we've been doing this, especially after one day, and I read in the Belleville News Democrat uh, that there was a boy that talked with another boy over at SWIC at the community college about, hey, I got some stuff and let's get some guns and let's, let's shoot up some people and this and that and the other. I mean, we live in a, in a crazy world. So with that being said, we've got to put some security measures in place As all of us adults are back here in the gym and we're focusing on worship, we've got to be sure that our kids are safe. Amen? We've got to. Right now, they're in that front foyer. Uh, I've met with our leadership team and Brother Mike, and and he heads up the ministry area, and he's working on a a security team, and we're going to have people kind of wandering the hallways and what have you and and trying to take care of the security things. But for that reason, we've implemented a... um, a security device that's going to help us, number one, with security, number two, tracking attendance. This is a digital kiosk that's on the screen for you there, and this is what you will become very familiar with over a period of time uh, as we look at this together. This is the way that you will check in to our Sunday school. Now, what it's going to do, um, it's going to print out labels or, or a name tag for every child and for every adult and for everybody that's checking in to a, to a Sunday school. And if you're walking around without a name tag, then we know that you have not uh, signed in. Okay? So then we're going to usher you back to the kiosk to get you signed in. Now, before I actually get to the kiosk and give you a little demo of what's taking place here, the kiosk is going to be set up whenever you come in the front foyer, the big foyer area. As you're walking in, our welcome table's there in the middle. The big gym that the school has next door, the big gym, there's two sets of double doors. The set on the, on the right, we are not using. But the set of double doors on the left, as you walk in, are going to be the doors that you will walk through. Now, at the entryway of those doors is going to be this kiosk. And it's going to be there. And you're going to have to come through 
and sign in here at the kiosk and then go down through the big gym. We cannot, one of the things the principal told us, do not be on the gym floor. Have your people walk down the side of the gym. They have the bleachers pushed back and we can walk down the side of the gym into the cafeteria in the back. That's going to be our way in and out into our Sunday school classes. But before you can even start going down through the gym, you're going to have to sign in at the kiosk. Now, Don't be overwhelmed with this. Hopefully and prayerfully, I'll have you a nice, swift little demo that'll work without any glitches whatsoever, and we'll get you through this thing. But what you're going to do, you're going to come up, and you're going to sign in your family at the kiosk. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to push where it says name there. You're just going to touch this. And now it's waiting for a name. You're going to type in, start typing in your last name. And what this is doing, it's accessing our entire database here at Victory Church. Every connection card that you've ever filled out in the history of this church is on record and filed in our data system. Every name of every person. We have, how many kids signed up for Bible or Sunday school right now? 75 kids right now signed up for, for, um, for Sunday school and, and, um, and adults is, is going to be more than that. But right now, so everybody's in here already for the most part. We may have a few new people that aren't in and we're going to have a system set up to get them signed in. But there you'll see the cannons. Oh, I timed out there. I'm sorry. C-A-N-N. There's the can. That's my family. Angie's my sister. Beverly's my mother. They've been here at Victory. Debbie's my wife. Jimmy Lee. That's my dad. There I am. John, Kristen, and Tyler. So I'm going to push on John and say, okay. Now, mine, personally, I I put in a little PIN number for myself. And you'll have the option to do that later um, if you want to have a little PIN number so no one can access your account but you. Uh, And I did that for me. And my account number, I'm going to tell you, is 1999. I'll change it tomorrow. <laughs> okay, now it's accessing my account, all right? It's accessing my, my family here as I'm talking. Here we go, all right? What this is doing, it's, it's communicating with our database via the Internet is how this is worked up or hooked up, okay? So there we see my family. There's John, Debbie, Tyler, and it's telling me. But anyhow, so I'll push my 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 name or my portrait there. Did you play around with the events, Wayne? Okay. All right. This is what happens when you leave somebody else in charge. Just locks you out of everything. And <laughs> I'm gonna use my phone. Okay, is that all right? Yeah, you can do that. I won't. This is set up to where you can have your, to sign in, you can just use your thumb. And what we're going to do is give you the opportunity to do that as well after service. Okay, so Wayne is logged in. He's just did his thumb. You'll be able to come up to this kiosk once we have your thumbprint. And for those that would like to do that, we'll have it set up immediately after the service where you can uh, put your thumb in here and, and we'll have that with you all the time. If you cut it off, we'll need another finger. But uh, here we go. We need more time. So we're going to log in, Wayne, for an event. That's what it is. All right, come up here quickly and change that. We tried to set up a little mock system for you this morning, and but we'll have all this set up through the week, and we'll, in the office we'll get this taken care of. It'll be set up, hopefully. Yeah.
All right. We need some Jeopardy music, I guess, huh? I see the... Yeah, there you go. This is going to be a quick thing, I promise you. Yeah. All right, what's going to happen? You're going to come to this kiosk. <laughs> You're going to log in. Good signal on the internet card there. We can do it without being on the internet, can't you? Can't you do it through the database on? All right. Well, give you a few more seconds here. Do what? Yeah. While he's doing this, um, Philip and Stephen. Philip and Stephen stand up. Stephen and Philip. Philip's in Kidmo, working in Kidmo. Uh, but Stephen and Philip have come in and they've taken some training on this, and and they're going to be running the kiosk center out there for you and doing what Wayne is doing. If there's any problems, they're going to help you through this. So you just come through there and do this, and we put in our time because the clock is wrong. So hopefully this will work. Well, we're going to do it for the adults as well so we can keep a record and track. And it's just as easy to do it for the adults as it is for the kids because there's going to be one button you push and sign in the whole family and they're going to be assigned to their classes. That's why we've been asking you to pre-register for the past several months because we've been setting up these classes. And so now they're all in our database. And what's going to take place once you come to the kiosk and you sign in, you can do that with your last name just like I showed you over the screen if you want to stop at the kiosk after the service or, or any time before and after services, you can set it up with your thumbprint. And that way you just come, put your thumb on there, and it brings up your account. And then you just will log in your family. Now, as soon as you log in your family, it's automatically going to log them in for the events that they're um, qualified to go to. And then it's going to print out a name tag immediately. Uh, we just had it set up wrong this morning. But whenever, we, whenever this is working, it's really just a, a quick thing. It takes about five seconds to to sign your whole family in if that long just log in there it is sign in your family it does it all automatically prints off a name tag for you we get any closer well you're going to sign in you're going to sign in before sunday school okay now for all kids in our sunday school up through the fourth grade parents have to pick them up So sixth graders, the parents are going to pick them up too? Okay. A nursery through sixth grade. Um, you will sign in, and then the parents will get a, a another little tag, a security tag with a number that will match that student. And then you will then go back to the Sunday school class. It will be set up in the cafeteria. You'll take that tag and pick up your child, okay? And then the, the Sunday school teachers aren't going to just release our kids to run. We really have to, because of the environment we're in, 
because of the day that we live in. We've just got to put some security measures in place, especially us being in a public building like this and just anybody able to just uh, shoot in. Uh, there's some things we've just got to put in place for security, okay? So then you will pick up your kids at, at, um, at 1015 when Sunday school's over. You'll pick them up. Uh, you'll take that, sign, that little receipt that you'll get, match it up with your kid, and uh, then bring them out. Now, those going to Little K and Kidmo, you'll need to sign them back in for Little K and Kidmo during the worship service, okay? Nursery too, yes. You have to sign them back in for nursery for the worship service, all right? All right, keep your fingers crossed. We will have this figured out for you. I knew it, this would happen. Give Wayne a hand. We've worked hard on this thing all week. We had it ready to go. And I believe it's just the devil, okay? Don't doubt it. We're going to have everything taken care of, all right? But next week starts our Sunday school, and so I want you to be sure and be here for that. We're going to close our service this way. I want to ask all of our Sunday school teachers, matter of fact, I'm going to introduce them to you, all of our Sunday school teachers and assistants, apprentices, uh, I'm going to introduce them to you. What I want them to do, I want them to stand and then come up to the front here, and then we're going to have a time of prayer over all of our Sunday school workers, and then we're going to dismiss today, okay? This is just a little down day when I need to just talk to the church and give you some direction on what's taking place. But leading our nursery is Wendy Hobson, Regina Ledford will be in there as well, and Andrea Hartline, okay? These will be working in the nursery. Our preschool is going to be Karen Reilly and Andrea Berenger. I don't believe she's here this morning. Our early elementary grades will be Debbie Cannon and Tom and Sharon uh, Sobert. Sharon's already ready for her lesson. She was telling me this morning, she's ready to teach. Our fourth through sixth grade will be Tyler Lauderdale, um, Susan Hale, and Tanya Cundy. Tyler's in Kidmo. I believe Jacob's homesick today, so Tanya's there with him. Our junior high boys is Dave Horniak, Brad Range, Derek Hudson, Chris Reilly. Junior high boys, we tried to get four of the toughest, meanest guys we could find and put in there and straighten out them junior high boys. If you got a junior high boy, you get them here. These men will take care of you. You have a different child, I promise you, when they go home, okay? Actually, let me tell you this. The junior high boys, we even took them out of the cafeteria, okay? Junior high boys, we've got a padded room over here. No, no, not a padded room. But they are going to be in the band room where Kidmo is. That's where we're putting our junior high boys. One of the reasons is that's a large class. How many is in that class? Four, 14 junior high boys. That's a big class, huh? So anyhow, they will be in the band room, band room um, there. What? Tyler? Yeah, somebody help me out here. No, there's Tyler Lauderdale, okay. 
I didn't see him. All right, Tyler's teaching our um, our fourth through sixth grade. Okay, we got our junior high, junior high girls: uh, Sandy Collins, Angela Cole, Lisa Elliott. These are our junior high girls, teachers and assistants and apprentices and. Our senior high boys is Bo Troyer and Andre Barrera. <laughs> Bo and Andre be taking care of our senior high boys. And they are pretty pumped about that as well. Our senior high girls will be Sarah Troyer, Donetta Hornyak, and Shannon Tiffany. And we have some subs, some ones that said, hey, I'll be willing to fill in, you know, when needed. Uh, Rachel Horniak, Felicia Hudson, Linda Belt. Debbie Harris. I'm sorry. Is there anyone that I'm forgetting or that I did not call and you are working in Sunday school? First of all, let's give all of these people a hand for stepping up. This is pretty exciting because I remember years ago on a Sunday morning, I prayed for this many people to show up to preach to. And... uh and now we got this many signed up to teach a, a Sunday school class. So that's pretty, pretty awesome, pretty amazing. What I want to do is just have a time of prayer over all of our Sunday school teachers and workers. And, and, uh, and I want to encourage you parents. We've got some terrific Bible curriculum. The really neat thing about it is every class will be studying the same story. So if you have kids in two or three different classes, they're all going to be studying the very same lesson at different levels, of course. That way, as a family, you're going to get to go home and discuss what was being what has been taught that day as a family and be able to share that. We are going to get our our adult class in line with the curriculum. I'm going to finish 1 Corinthians, and then we're going to jump right into where the curriculum is and get our adult class teaching the very same lessons so that when we leave church as a family... We'll be able to sit down as a family and discuss what we were taught that day uh, in and through the whole church and just be focused on one lesson for the whole church on that particular day. So I'm pretty excited about that. And I think that's a, a big um, attribute to our, um, uh, to our Sunday school ministry. Anything I'm forgetting here before we... We're going to have a time of prayer. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Mary Walker, before we do pray, many of you know Mary Walker, her mother passed away. Last week, and they had the funeral service. Very next day, her sister passed away. Her sister was in the funeral service, spoke at it. Very next day, she passed away. And uh, what they've asked in lieu of flowers, they've set up a memorial fund to help pay the expense of two funerals. So if you would like to uh, contribute to that, uh, all you have to do is give in to Victory Church, designate what it's for, and then we're going to cut a check out to this family uh, to help them with these expenses. So just so you know, that's where we are with that, okay? All right, I'm going to ask our leadership team, for those that aren't already on the floor here, but our, our leadership team, the guys, if you will, come up and let's stand up here on the platform. And I'd like for you to spread out across these teachers and, and uh, try to lay hands on as many as you can out through here on their shoulders or whatever. And, and, uh, and I really want to just pray for our teachers. Mm. 
I, I know how it is, folks. When, when you step up to do something for the Lord, you're going to have a head-on collision with the devil because he doesn't like it. And we've got to pray over our teachers, okay? I'm going to ask uh, Daryl, if you will, please. I'd love to get you a microphone. Test one. Any of these? None of these are working. Check. You push something. Yeah, I'll see what y'all doing. All right, Daryl, if you will, please uh, pray over our teachers today. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the day. and We thank you, Lord, for the time to come to your house today to worship you and to love you. And I pray, Lord, that uh, today, as we are beginning anew our Sunday school program next Sunday, we're thankful, Lord, for uh, provision you have made for us to be able to do that. We're thankful for the space to do that. And we're thankful for those who stand here before us today who are willing to learn and to teach the Word of God. And Lord, there's no greater responsibility than to teach your yes. Word. And I pray today as these who are standing before us prepare this week, that they prepare themselves, first of all, to love you and to honor you. And that they walk into their class next Sunday with love of Christ for their students. And Lord, if we can have the love of Christ, then we will strive our very best to teach your word to them. And I'm thankful for each one who stands here who have committed to do that. First of all, to love you. And secondly, to teach your word to our children. So I pray that you bless them this week. I pray that you would help them as they study and as they prepare. Yes, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would uh, open doors and open light to them that they haven't seen before. Even in passages of Scripture that they have read maybe many times. But this week, they're reading it for a new reason. This week, they're reading it to teach to our children. And I pray, Lord, that you would just speak to their hearts this week and bless them. Help them, Lord, as they prepare. And then, Lord, I pray for each of the parents who sit here today. We can't teach their children if they don't bring their children. So I pray that you'd speak to them because it's new. It's earlier. It's different. It's going to take effort on all of our parts. Yes, God. So I pray that as the teachers take on the effort to teach, the parents will take on the effort to get their children up a little earlier, to get them ready, and to bring them to Sunday school next week. Yes, God. We pray your blessings upon this program. In Christ's name we do pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Daryl. One, uh, let's do give our teachers a hand. Thank you, teachers. I do want to recognize real quickly before we leave, Dave, if you will step up here and Donetta. Dave and Donetta, step up here on the platform so everyone can see you. Dave and Donetta have taken on the responsibility of overseeing and leading our entire Sunday school. Uh, they've done a tremendous job thus far organizing everything and contacting everyone. And so if you have any questions about Sunday school, these are the people that you will go to. 
Uh, the good thing is Donetta works in our offices, and she works Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, so you can call the church office and get a hold of her uh, for anything. Um, Dave doesn't work. He hangs out over at the Air Force Base, so no, he, he works over there. But, uh, but anyhow, they are heading this up. So if you have any questions about Sunday school, uh, these are the contact people, people that you will go to, or just call into the office, and, and we'll help you with that. But I want you to pray for them, okay? Put them on your, in your prayer journal this week. Lift them up to the Lord in prayer. And let's give them a hand right now for the work they've already put into this. Thank you. Okay. Well, I guess the best way I know to dismiss probably is just play a little music. God bless you all. You're at liberty to go. Thank you for worshiping with us today. All of our guests that are with, with us this morning, thank you so much for being here. And I invite everyone back next Sunday, okay?